welcome back to the next episode of the Beauty and the Nurse podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Korn, and I'm a registered nurse. Today's episode, I'll be talking about cosmetic injections and more. This episode is titled Cosmetic Injections and the Nurse. And if you're new here, thank you for tuning in. This is a show about beauty, wellness, and lifestyle, and I'm here to make you feel beautiful on the inside and out. So I'll be talking all about Botox and other kind of neurotoxin injections, cosmetic fillers, the different kinds, injectable rhinoplasty, we'll find out what that is, and microneedling, and basically any kind of procedure cosmetic that you have to go to a doctor's office to get. So in 2015, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons said there were nearly 7 million injections of neurotoxin also known as Botox, and 2.5 million filler injections. That's a lot. So they're growing in popularity, and I keep hearing about it more and more. So there's a few things to consider when you're thinking about getting either injections or any kind of filler. So you want to think about who's administering it. When you go in and you're looking for people... And when you go in, you want to find out who's doing it, ask for credentials, MDs and DOs can do it, plastic surgeons do it, registered nurses are able to do it under the supervision of an MD or a DO. You want to find out where they were trained and look at their before and after after photos And you definitely want to do a consultation first so you could have a whole conversation about the kind of results you want and what you're looking for. And I definitely advise do not use a Groupon for $50 because these things on Groupon, obviously, yeah, they're a good deal, but what are you getting? You're getting diluted ingredients. You're getting non-credentialed people, probably. And they're just knockoff products, so... It's just not a good idea. There's different types and different brands and different companies that make the neurotoxin injections. The most popular one and that's known by as a household name is Botox. That is basically botulinum toxin. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but I think I am. Um, That's what... um, the pharmaceutical company Allergen makes. So that's like, you know, we all know, we've all heard of Botox. Um, It's a great name. They just put the two letters of each word together. But there's other ones that work just the same. They're still botulinum toxin. There's one called Dysport. There's one called Zeomin, spelled with an X. And the prices vary among these ones. So you kind of talk to your, um, the injector and the person who's administrating it and see what's worked better for them you look at pictures before and after photos and you decide so there's different types of fillers too there's a lot of variety Um, some popular brands are restylane and juvederm and fillers are basically the main ingredient is hyaluronic acid so fillers are for filling in making your cheekbones bigger defining your jawline so if you want that like really defined razor cut jawline or like razor cut cheekbones 
like if you want like an Angelina Jolie jawline, um, you ask for fillers. So with these injections, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the downtime. So for Botox, um, it's really short. You can actually do it during lunch, um, you know, in an afternoon. Um, you're not supposed to ice it and you're not supposed to put your head down after getting Botox. And what Botox actually does is it, the neurotoxin, it paralyzes certain muscle groups in the face. So it's preventing wrinkles from happening. So a popular place for Botox for prevention is in between the eyebrows, that eyebrow furrow, or when you make that angry face, those two vertical lines in the middle of your eyebrows. When you get Botox there, you can't even make that face. So you're preventing the wrinkle from happening. So that's basically the goal of Botox. Or if you have, um, you know, sometimes it's genetic. People just have frown lines and their mouth just tends to move downward. Even like when they're not even sad. So um, some people just have like a natural resting bitch face. That's what it's called. Um, you know, when they just look kind of angry or mad. So um, getting Botox would actually help just not take it down. It, the muscles won't allow, the Botox won't allow the muscle to even do that. So it can be done during lunch um, and they advise no ice to the area and don't put your head down because then you're messing with, the, you know, the gravity of how the injection went and don't exercise for four hours after. And then with fillers, um, there's expected to be some bruising and swelling for 48 hours. And that's the total downtime is 48 hours, so t about two days. Um, they advise um, no teeth cleaning because that bacteria can affect, affect the fillers for some reason. And they also advise not to take aspirin two weeks prior. Okay, so how long do these things last? They're definitely not permanent. Botox lasts four to six months. I've heard six months, but in my research that I, I've done for the show, I've read four to six months. Fillers are a bit longer. It's six to 18 months, depending on what brand you get. So if you're not happy with the results... The fillers are reversible, and if you go back to the office you went to, an enzyme gets injected to dissolve the filler within 24 hours. So if you have a botched job, or let's say you didn't listen to me and went to Groupon, you can go to another place and get that enzyme injection, and they'll reverse it. So back when I said don't have a teeth cleaning after the fillers, I don't mean not brushing your teeth. You can brush your teeth, but don't go to the dentist and have your teeth cleaned within that 48 hours just because if they're you know really getting into your gums and poking at them and you bleed um, you know that bacteria can it's put your it puts your gums and your mouth at risk for bacteria getting into it and since it's going into your bloodstream and the fillers are also a foreign substance in your bloodstream it can just cause an infection and it's just not recommended. So 
I would advise against that and they'll probably tell you you'll get post-procedure instructions of what to do and what not to do after. So we'll talk a little bit about the cost. Um, it varies um, depending on the brand that you get and the place that you go. Um, it, they can get pricey. That's why people are so attracted to these Groupon deals. But I'm just telling you and I'll, I'll say it over and over, don't get, a, don't get a deal from Groupon when it comes to your face or anything medical. Um, so fillers cost anywhere between $500 to $2,000 per syringe. Um, in some cases, um, just talk to the person administering it. Sometimes, you know, if you're just doing your cheekbones, you would only need half a syringe. So you can talk to your doctor or whoever's doing it on pricing it out and budgeting and what you want and they'll work with you. For Botox, it's $300 and up and it goes by vial. So um, depending on where you go, it depends on what area of the face you're doing or what area of the head you're doing. Um, if you're just doing that in-between eyebrow area, it wouldn't be a whole vial. Um, I think a whole vial would be if you're doing, some people do the masseter area, which is the jawline, and people get that for when they, they wanna make that area smaller because when they grind their teeth at night, it's called bruxism, and it's not good for, like, it causes TMJ. So, and when you're doing it, you're building that muscle so it gets bigger and bulky. So some people get it there. And that would actually cost more because that's a larger area to treat. So um, it depends, the price really depends on what you're treating. So when you actually go in, um, a tip that I have is to bring in a picture of your younger self and not somebody else or not like a celebrity. Like you would bring in a celebrity picture if you're getting a haircut or something or if you like want your makeup done a certain way, but not for the face because everyone has a unique face. They have a different bone structure. So, you know, it's not good to you're just going to bring your expectations up if you think you're going to look exactly like that. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about injectable rhinoplasty, also known as the non-surgical nose job or the lunchtime nose job even. I actually just found out about this, and I can't believe I didn't know about this. Um, so it was invented by a doctor named Alexander Rifkin. Um, there, So it's definitely not for everybody um it cannot make your nose smaller but it's definitely you're a good candidate for it if you have that bump on the nose like if you look at your profile and you have a bump and you want you just want your nose to be straight like a straight slope you're a good candidate for the injectable rhinoplasty so there's two different kinds. There's temporary and permanent. Um, and permanent is not really permanent. Um, the actual surgery is permanent if you get a real nose job. Um, so the temporary one is three months. And the permanent one is lasts for two years. And there's different formulas. So there's one called Voluma, which is the temporary one that lasts one year. And that's only one session. 
So it is the lunchtime nose job because you go, you leave with a new nose. Um, the other one is called Bellafil, and that's the permanent kind, and that takes three sessions. So that wouldn't be considered the lunchtime one. Um, so, like I said, it gets rid of that bump. And if you're expecting your nose to look smaller, it can't become smaller, but it's basically using fillers to make it appear smaller. I guess by using different dimensions and, you know, it creates that illusion that it's smaller. Um, so a lot of people like that because you're not going under the knife. There's no anesthesia, there's no general anesthesia involved. Um, and it ends up costing just about the same as a regular nose job. It's about $5,000. So the Voluma injection is um, about $2,500 per year. And that's how much it costs because it lasts for one year. So you have to get it every year and pay $2,500 a year, basically. Um, and if you don't get it one year, you'll, you'll go back to the your original nose. Um, and the Bellafil costs $4,500. So if you compare that with the actual surgery, the surgery is about $5,000, maybe a little bit more. So you really have to weigh out what you actually want. So if you really don't want to go under the knife and go through surgery, it's, you know, it, it's definitely, there's risks involved with the surgery. So you see what works for you. And I don't, I, I personally have never had any plastic surgery and I actually haven't had any kind of cosmetic injections. I just wanted to do this episode because I myself as a, as an RN am thinking about doing these cosmetic procedures for potential clients and I just wanted to learn more about it. And while I'm learning, I wanted to share the information. So, um, so that's why. So I don't have personal experience. I think that if you think getting plastic surgery or any cosmetic procedure is going to make you happy, then you should definitely do it. If you're unhappy with the way you look and it's fixable, then, then change it. So I'm an advocate for that, and I don't shame anybody for doing it. I think Botox gets a bad rep when people just see someone who's overly done. Um, you know, but Botox could be preventative. You know, I'm not saying I'll never get it because I, I don't want wrinkles, and I, I don't like looking angry sometimes, but, you know, I'll, I'll weigh my options, and I'm definitely not against it. So just to end with the injectable rhinoplasty, um, it is nearly painless. I know a real nose job, um, just from talking to people who've had it, that it's very painful and it's a lot of downtime. You have to miss work. There's a lot of risk involved. You're going under general anesthesia. There's a lot of risk with that. So, um, you know, and it's not forever. Like you can get it reversed if you're not happy with it and with a, a real nose job, um, you might have to get another surgery if you're not happy with it. So, um, if you're on the fence about getting, if you were thinking about getting a nose job, maybe injectable rhinoplasty is for you. Okay. So next it's not really 
considered injections. I just wanted to talk about it because you have to get it done in a doctor's office. It's called microneedling. And the real name for it is collagen induction therapy. And I just love this. So it's basically a tool. It looks like a pen. It plugs into the wall and it has these little needles on it. And they kind of um, go up and down to like inject and come out. Um, of the skin so it's repeatedly puncturing the skin with these tiny sterile needles and what it does is it generates new collagen and skin tissue for smoother and more toned skin so it's used for scars acne scars fine lines and wrinkles large pores and uneven skin tone and it's very safe and it costs about 200 to seven hundred dollars per session and you need more than one session for it to work. So you need about four sessions. And basically, um, it's better than a chemical peel. I don't recommend getting a chemical peel in the doctor's office because it just, you know, it's for some people, like for, I would say for much older women to just get rid of, you know, get rid of the lines you know, in their face, but for someone who's young and like has acne scars, I definitely recommend microneedling because it gets really deep into your skin and it causes cell turnover. So it encourages your skin to make new collagen and new skin. So your skin actually sheds like the fourth day after you get it done. So the skin sheds, you have this brand new baby skin and, um, you know, you take it from there and you do other sessions, like like one session every three months. So I definitely recommend this. A lot of skin ex experts swear by microneedling. And a lot of people think that what goes with microneedling, I don't know if you've seen online about derma rolling. It's like a roller that has these little spikes on it and you roll it all over your face. I used to have that. It hurt. <laughs> And, like, I feel like it didn't really do anything because with the microneedle, with the microneedling pen, it's at a 90-degree angle. So it's going, like, straight, like, perpendicular into your skin. And it's, like, really getting into the pores and really getting deep into the skin. With the micro roller or the derma roller, it's only getting into a 45-degree angle. So that's not the right angle. So it's not going to work as well. So I recommend microneedling if you're looking for a skin makeover and starting over. Um, it really lays a good foundation for your skin and like you once you shed that top layer and get that new layer you can really start using products that would really penetrate your skin. What you can expect after microneedling is definitely and during is um bleeding and redness and um since they put a lidocaine cream on before like an hour before you want to make sure you get that numbing cream like at least an at least an hour before they actually start doing it because it really numbs the area um because you're like going to be puncturing they're going to be puncturing needles at a very fast rate into your skin on your face especially like the bony areas on your forehead um, that would definitely like really hurt without the numbing cream 
Um, so like if you have really sensitive skin, it'll be red. Uh, even if you don't have sensitive skin, it'll be red. Um, you can expect some bleeding. There's that really famous picture of Kim Kardashian getting, um, getting the vampire facial. And, um, I think she, it was microneedling, but it was also another, um, procedure called PRP, which is, um, platelet, some platelet something plasma um basically you, you they draw your blood and you, they use your own blood on your face to like I don't know I the doctor I was talking to about this like didn't recommend it it costs so much more and you it's like not even that big of a difference if you just get the microneedling so um you bleed with it you you look like that Kim Kardashian bloody face picture um so, and then after that, um, they put, you know, treatments on your face. Um, they put ferulic acid on your face, um, and, um, hyaluronic acid just to moisturize it and protect it. And then they'll probably put a sunscreen on and you definitely want to avoid the sun after. Um, you're, I wouldn't say like you'll be so red after you'll be more like, pink um and then the day after it's like you didn't even get it. it basically looks like you got a little sunburn on your face like you got a little too much sun that day or went to the beach or something um and like there's not noticeable punctures in your skin they're so small okay so like it doesn't look like you got anything done um and then throughout the days you have to follow like that same ferulic acid and the hyaluronic acid, um, AM and PM. And then by like day four after the procedure, you'll, your skin will shed. And then, you know, you can kind of exfoliate it away gently because your skin's like sensitive, you know, it's, it's creating new collagen and it's going to be new skin. So you want to gently exfoliate it and then by day 10 or like a week after you'll have like this glowing radiant skin so I definitely recommend microneedling if you're looking for like a face makeover a skin makeover now I want to talk about Kybella so you've probably seen commercials for this um, it's for treating the double chin area but there's also off-label uses for it like like the pouch below the um, belly button that's that stubborn piece of fat that's an off-label use for Kybella so what it actually is it's it's called deoxycholic acid it's an injection and it's injection it's injected into the fat beneath the chin that submental fat or double chin and it permanently destroys fat cells okay so it's permanent and your body's natural metabolism processes the fat and clears it away. So once those fat cells are gone, you're left with a noticeable reduction in the chin. So it's permanent and it kind of just allows your body to metabolize that fat away. So um, what it actually is, what you can expect, it's the whole process takes... 15 to 20 minutes and they just put a bunch of in different injections into your face so before they 
You want to definitely, because I've heard, I haven't gotten it. I've just heard it's very painful because, you know, the, um, they recommend putting a lidocaine numbing cream on, which is just the surface, but Kybella goes way deeper than that. So, um, I was talking to a doctor who does it and she said she called the manufacturer, which is Allergen. They're the same people who make Botox. Um, she called them and asked if she could use a local anesthetic for the area and they said it's fine. Um, so that's what she does. So it's pretty painless for her patients. So, um, it depends on where you go. So you want to ask that when you go get a consultation, you want to ask how they're numbing the area. So after the treatment, you're not going to see the results right away. It takes time because your body has to metabolize the fat and, You'll definitely be swollen, so if I were recommending this to somebody, I would say get it done in the fall or the winter because you can wear a scarf to cover up your neck and your chin area because you get like, you're going to get like a bullfrog neck and um, it's going to be red and swollen and you can wear a scarf to cover that up, so... You can expect some bruising, swelling, redness, pain, and the side effects are temporary. So um, it's a great non-surgical procedure. I know like really invasive um, liposuction under the chin, like it takes weeks and weeks for that to like the downtime and like that's, that's invasive. It's, you know, it's surgery. So this is a great non-surgical way to get rid of the double chin and I recommend this for people who just have that genetic uh, area of fat like no matter how much weight they lose or gain they just always have that double chin so if you're just someone who like gained a lot of weight like from whatever like the holidays or something like don't don't get Kybella because you could just lose the weight and you'll lose that double chin but if you're somebody, like, it doesn't even matter, like, you just always have that and, like, it runs in your family, um, you can get Kybella and it's permanent. And, um, you know, that that's, that's basically it. You're destroying the fat cells and, you know, it's, I think it's safe. It's FDA approved and it's a great way to get rid of that double chin. I just want to talk a little bit about off-label uses, uses for Botox. So since Botox kind of paralyzes muscles, um, it's been used for migraine treatments. And, you know, my, my dad gets migraines and he actually uses, um, he gets Botox and it's covered by insurance for his migraines because it, it you know, it relieves tension, you know, it's, it's paralyzing that muscle. So it's really relieving tension and therefore causing more migraines. So it's injections in the head and the neck and in the back. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've heard of that, um, being used. I've heard to sweat less in the armpits. People are putting it not putting it themselves, but getting it put in under their arms to not sweat as much. And also I've heard of women doing it at their feet. So they're able to wear their 
stiletto designer shoes without their feet hurting. So um, I don't know too much about the feet one, but those are just some off-label use examples for Botox. So that was the cosmetic injection and the nurse episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a lot. I learned a lot when I was researching about it because like I said, I, I like to explore how I can get certified on how to do the injections and make people really happy. So um, as I was saying before, if you are not happy with, um, you know, with a certain way that you're, with your aesthetic or the way that you look or the way a certain body part is looking and you really want to change it, then definitely go for it. And um, I hope this was helpful in making your decision and how you can weigh your options and maybe you learn something new like I did. Like I didn't even know about injection rhinoplasty until I was looking at all you know, these different types of options. So, um, let me know what you think. Um, you can direct message me on Instagram at beauty and the nurse, follow me for more stuff. I, if you're new to the show, thank you for, for joining. And if you want some more premium content, um, follow me on Instagram. I have videos on nutrition, some tips and tricks about beauty, makeup, and, fitness. So, um, we hope to see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode of Beauty and the Nurse, feel free to subscribe on the Apple Podcasts app and wherever you get your podcast from so you never miss an episode. So, follow me on Instagram, tell your friends and neighbors about Beauty and the Nurse and how you can feel beautiful on the inside and out.